0: Hi and welcome, you are listening to the stories from a quest to live happier podcast and I'm your host Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor and in this podcast I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week and the show notes can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. This is episode 24. Stop fighting with yourself. So let's get into the show. So today I want to talk about a question I actually got from a listener and it was about last week's podcast episode 23 and um, I was talking about being authentic and that there is no right answer and so kind of just accepting where you are and how to show up truly in that way and so this listener contacted me and, and she had some questions about feeling fear and how to feel fear when you don't want to. So I need to give you a little backstory. Recently, in our town in Columbus, Ohio, there was a guy who took a machete into a restaurant and randomly started just cutting people. And so he was—we didn't know if it was a guy was a terrorist or if it was a hate crime or what it was—and it was an extremely traumatizing uh, event for Columbus, Ohio. at This town It was really like sleepy restaurant, and here all of a sudden this guy's coming in with a machete, and it was very traumatizing. And for this person that contacted me, she was like, it really struck in me just the randomness of life and that at any one time, basically we are just we could die and something bad could happen. And just that fear really got triggered for her because of this incident. And she'd been really proud of herself because she kind of been able to fear had always been a big theme in her life, but she'd been able to push it down and, and keep it out of sight and not really give it a lot of fuel. And then this incident happened with this machete guy, and she just found herself really getting triggered. And she was like, so I listened to your podcast about there is no right answer. And that was really helpful. But I don't know, how do I how do I sit with this fear? Like, like, I'm constantly I should be talking myself out of it? Or what should I be doing to not be stuck in fear? And so it got me thinking on how often we fight ourselves on whatever it is that comes up for us. So how often we just kind of hammer ourselves for the fact that we're having a feeling. And so I said to this listener, what if you just sat with your fear? What if you just owned the fact that this is a scary thing and life is unsure and you are afraid? And she paused and kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, I guess, and kind of questioned and I said, no, like really, what if you just gave yourself permission to feel the fear? Cause it is scary. This is crazy that you could just be sitting at a restaurant and some random guy could come in with a machete and just start cutting you or someone you love. Like that's a very scary thing. So just to kind of embrace the fact that that fear is there. And she would kind of did this long exhale and was like, Yeah, I guess that would be more comforting. And you know, later she contacted me and she was like, you're right. Like the more I sat with the fear, the the less strength it got. And I think it kind of dissipated on itself. And I think that's what happens is we fight ourselves so hard against having a feeling, whether consciously or unconsciously, we fight ourselves. You shouldn't be feeling like that. That's silly. Why are you feeling afraid? There's nothing you could do about it. You can't just, what are you gonna do? Hold up in your house the rest of your life? Like you got to get out there. You can't be feeling afraid. That's just stupid you know, we just kind of hammer ourselves for whatever it is that comes up for us, instead of pausing it and owning it and saying, Oh, I am scared. Oh, this world is scary. That's a fact it is. And we do have to find a way to live in the world and engage in the world and get out of our homes and do things despite the scary. But it still is a scary place. And so kind of owning that truth because it is a truth it's a fact that's what she's feeling she's feeling scared but we kind of try to run as fast as we can from whatever it is that comes up and i have really been practicing in in my own life the concept of just it is this is what's happening right now kind of accepting what is happening and oh my gosh it has been revolutionary for me and i don't know i wish i could figure out you have know, heard the message before. It's not like this is a new message, except what it is. It's a very Buddhist, Zen message. And I've just never been able to do it. And I think the biggest reason I've never been able to do it is because the fear of what's on the other side. You know, just what this listener was saying, if I embrace the fear, then I will never leave my home. I will be, you know, I will just be consumed by the fear. And I think that's where we have to trust that if we stop fighting ourselves and we just allow... It gives some room for that feeling to pop around. So if I say, yeah, I am scared, or I am sad right now, or I am angry at that friend for saying that to me, that's okay. It kind of dissipates rather than constantly having this mental dialogue of you shouldn't be feeling that way. That's silly to feel that way. You're so stupid. You shouldn't be feeling that way. Builds up the energy around whatever the feeling is. So for this participant who's saying, I'm feeling stressed around this fear I'm having, if we just give ourselves the exhale of, yeah, that's scary, is way different than the energy of you shouldn't be feeling that way. You got to get out there. You worked really hard to get over this fear thing. And now it's back again. And this is terrible. You know, it, it keeps building and building and building. And with this this example could be used in a thousand ways. Like I said, if you know, a friend of ours says something that it upsets us. And instead of just owning the fact of I'm angry about this, I'm angry about what this friend said. That doesn't mean I need to go to the friend and yell at them or tell them she's a bitch or go off on her. I can just own the fact that that is a truth for me. I'm angry about what this friend said. And then I can decide what to do based on that anger. Maybe I do nothing based on that anger. Maybe I just Let it go and just notice that I felt angry. Maybe I lovingly confront my friend or maybe I lash out at my friend and then I regroup and come back and say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I was upset about this. Whatever, we have a choice in how we deal with the feeling. We don't have a choice on what the feeling is. And I think that's where we get mixed up is we try to stop ourselves and talk ourselves out of having a feeling because we're so afraid of what the result is going to be, rather than allowing ourselves to have the feeling. And then after we've had the feeling and embraced that, then to give ourselves a break around what am I going to do with this feeling? So we spend all of our time fighting ourselves, trying to prevent ourselves from doing something inappropriate. This listener was trying to prevent herself from feeling the fear because she didn't want to get stuck in that fear thinking anymore. So she was fighting herself so hard. In the past, when she had felt fear, her reaction, her action on that fear was to stay in her house, stay really small, not branch out. And so in this point in her life, she was really excited because fear wasn't taking over her life. But feeling the fear that came up after the machete guy did not did not necessarily correlate that then she was never going to leave her house again. Feeling the fear was not the problem. It was the choice she decided to make after she felt the fear. And when we f- let the feeling run through us, the choices become much less volatile. That's the beauty of it. When we allow ourselves to just be with whatever the feeling is, then the feeling loses some steam. It loses some of that energy. And so the choice isn't so dramatic. The The option of what comes next isn't so dramatic. A lot of times, once we feel the feeling, that's it. that We're done. We don't need to make another choice. So this listener may get scared every time she decides to go out to dinner in Columbus, Ohio, because this machete guy did this random thing. And the more times she allows herself to just feel that fear and say, yeah, this is scary. It's okay. This is scary. And I'm still going to go out anyway and just honor my fear. The easier it'll be for her to go out than if she just sat there and said, you're an idiot for feeling this fear. You shouldn't be feeling this way. This is stupid. This is bad. All the crap we tell ourselves. That isn't going to inspire her to go out. And it's not going to inspire her to feel good about herself. So I'm really encouraging us, all of us, including me, (laughs) because this is relatively new for me to be practicing. I've been preaching it for a long time and in true transparency, practicing it is a totally different beast. And I'm gaining so much from practicing it that I've just kind of become on the bandwagon for this big time. But I really think when we allow, I know in my life, when I allow myself to feel the feeling and I stop myself from fighting myself and let that feeling run clear, then the action that comes next is much simpler and easier and life becomes happier. So that's my two cents on Stop fighting with yourself. I hope you find it helpful and, you know, have a story in your life where you can relate to what it is I'm saying and, and have a feeling that you can let yourself feel all the way through. Now it's time for the segment of the show called the Weekly Ritual Challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier in addition to feeling my feelings is adding a regular ritual practice to my daily daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's ritual is fascinating and I've really, I've been practicing it myself and I've really enjoyed it. It's been extremely challenging for me, but it is brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. So using your right hand, if you use your right hand to brush your teeth in this Weekly weekly ritual. You're going to switch to your left. So this activity is an excellent way to create mindfulness around an activity that we do without thinking. So brushing our teeth is really, you know, that's a couple minutes a day where we could be building mindfulness. But because it's so habitual with our right hand, we don't really get a tendency to do that. And I tell you, when you start doing it on the opposite hand, a lot comes up. Trust me. So. It's a creative way to challenge your inner perfectionist, and it's a great way to bring mindfulness to your daily life. So just as a reminder, it doesn't have to be perfect, just clean. So don't really challenge that inner perfectionist. If you want some bonus points, you can do other activities with your non-dominant hand, like eating or cleaning, or one of the favorites I've enjoyed is using your computer mouse. That's an actually actually an awesome way of of challenging that opposite hand and it really brings mindfulness to an everyday activity so I encourage you to do that and let me know how it goes for you because I've learned a lot from this one I have to say it's really been a challenging fun uh, weekly ritual for me So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have questions or stories or something you want to share, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com, or you can send me a tweet at nancyjane. So until next time, here's to living happier.